Hello, welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within. I'm your host, Cindy Stewart, and each week we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you tools to help you release the champion within. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to my website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes. Welcome to our episode 11, Stepping Into Your Destiny. Now, let me ask you before we dig in, have you taken the quiz on my website, Unleashing the Champion Within You? You can find it at cindy-stewart.com. It will help you understand the path you're on and where you are at in the path. It will help you understand where you are on that path and what's the next step for you to move into a more champion lifestyle. So what does a more champion lifestyle mean? Well, champion is someone who is strong in his or her identity. Understanding our identity is key to finding our purpose and living in our passion and destiny. Webster defines identity as the distinguishing character or personality of an individual. In short, identity is a culmination of all the attributes of our character, our personality, and our genetic traits. Our identity is who we are. When we think about our identity, so many times we relate it to what we do. I'm a lawyer, I'm a mother, I'm a carpenter, whatever that is. But our identity comes from the inside, from our personalities, our passions, our character, our talents, and our gifts. And each one of us is unique. We have a uniqueness about us that forms our identity. No one is like us. We're completely unique in ourselves. No one. So there's no one like you. So you are unique and specifically designed for your purpose. How well you understand your identity reflects in your day-to-day success. It reflects in your relationships and the plans for the future that you've made. How well you understand your identity will help you take the actions that will move you toward the future that you dream about. So our identity is attached and linked to our purpose and our destiny. Because how can we know where we're going if we don't know who we are? And we know that, that our identity is unfolded as we go and we learn new things about us and we grow and we develop, but we have to find that core, that center of who we are. I did a whole episode in, on our podcast called Identity Uncovered. It's episode number two on August 8th. I've also written a blog about it. It will help you with a clear understanding of your identity. And in this episode, I share a little bit about how I based my identity on what I did, not who I am, and the process I went through to discover my true identity. I believe our identity is linked to knowing God. So I don't know where you are on your spiritual journey, but mine has been a real awakening in understanding who I am and why I am in this world. I was brought up knowing Jesus. My grandparents were strong members of their church, but like many of you, I was not fully committed to this life. I I didn't really understand it. And in looking back, it's because I didn't know how to engage with God. And about 
20 plus years ago, maybe 25, my mom who lived with us had passed away. And that's when my search for answers grew in intensity. As a family, my husband, my children, we were already attending church, but I still just didn't really have that connection and understanding of who God is and, and why I'm here. And I told God, once my mom passed away, I said, you know, Lord, I just need to know if you're real or not, because I needed something tangible. I needed something to hold on to. And I began reading all kinds of books, including the Bible, and just searching for answers, talking to other people, watching uh, different shows, just really searching. And I really don't know how to describe it. I mean, I could describe all the different things that happened and what led up to it, but God showed up for me. And the more I connected with God, the greater understanding I had of who I was and what my destiny was. And this is a very short version of a long journey that I've been on that I'm sharing with you today. But I believe at some point in life, there is a spiritual journey that we all must go on to discover who we are and what we believe. On my website, I have two books that I've written, Believing God and Believing His Word and Seven Visions. And they were written at different times as a product of my spiritual journey. In Believing God, I wrote it because I was trying to understand the Bible, my relationship with God, and how that works in the everyday life. You know, sometimes we can have theory or we can have intellectual understanding, but if we're really going to own it, then we have to be able to apply it. I remember in school, you know, we always said, what am I gonna ever need that for? Why am I taking this class? What am I gonna need that for? And you don't, if you don't use it, you lose it. So in studying, I wanted application. I wanted this journey that I was, this spiritual journey I was going on to be real. So that's why I wrote Believe in God. It really is just, these are the biblical concepts and this is how to apply it in your life. The other book, Seven Visions, is about a series of encounters I had with God. He was showing me things in heaven and how they apply to us. And by writing these books, it helped me to shape my thoughts, my beliefs. It helped me to shape who I am. And it really led me in a direction of what I'm doing now. And the journey in this life for all of us is really to discover our identities. So wherever we go, whatever we are doing, we live out of who we are. We operate out of who we are. We don't lose that no matter, it doesn't matter if you have a job or don't have a job. You don't lose your identity on having a job or don't having a job. Your identity is built inside of you. And we have to learn how to live at our identities. And then what happens is we're really able to seize opportunities which pop up right in front of us. And one of those for me was just writing because I'm a, I'm a heavy journal anyhow. I've been doing it for years. I have a whole closet full of journals. I finally went electronic, but the writing of the books, and I have another one coming out after the first of the year, 2018, but the writing of the books is the way for me to express what I'm learning, what I've experienced, what I've been trained in, and sharing it with other people. And I've found that writing gift through the spiritual journey I went through.
one of the ways we begin to identify our destinies is by asking ourselves, what do we love? What gets you so excited that when you have the opportunity, you just have to jump in? What are the things that burns inside of you that you think about day and night, day and night? I mean, that you just get so excited about, you just can't get it off your mind. What are the things that you love? I just returned from a speaking engagement uh, at a leadership conference in Zambia, in Africa. And there were leaders from all areas of life. They were government leaders, business leaders, ministry leaders. And I want to share about a man I met while I was there. Because it's such a great example of what we're talking about. What you burn, what you love, what, what you're passionate about. He was a businessman and he owned several resort and conference centers. His passion was to be a successful businessman, a good husband, a good father, but there was something else hidden inside of him that has really formed his destiny and in his life. He's married with four children and has adopted four more. And this is what he loves. He loves to hire women with children whose husbands have abandoned them. He loves to give them jobs and housing if they need it. He gives them a family, helping their children, helping their children to grow up strong in their identities and discover their destiny. This business owner, land developer, and family man has created an avenue for women who've been abandoned and did not have the opportunity for success. He gave them a place to earn a good wage and housing for the family. In fact, he says that he wants them to be so successful, them and their children, that their husbands are going to be sorry that they left them. And he's provided an opportunity for their children to go to school and be successful too because he loves growing and developing and investing in businesses, but also in people. So what do you love? What burns inside of you? Because what you love will make room for you. So many times we're operating in our purpose, our destiny, and we don't even know it. So let's talk for a minute about walking in your destiny. Lance Wallnau, and I'll spell his name, it's uh, L-A-N-C-E-W-A-L-L-N-A-U, you can find it at lancewallnau.com, has developed this, a whole teaching on the seven mountains. And I'm not sure you're familiar with that, but the seven mountains are the seven domains that shape the minds of nations. They are the ultimate powers that mold, that mold our culture. And you can find more information, like I said, on his website. Now, here are the seven mountains. It's government, education, religion, arts and entertainment, media, and family, and business and economics. Those are the seven. And I'll go back over them in a few minutes. But everyone has influence in at least one of the mountains and probably two or three. And you do not have to be on the top of the mountain to have influence and shape culture. So when you think about this, there are things that you love about the, our culture, 
you love about our government, you love about education, but there are things that, that just stir you, that you're passionate about, that you burn for. Well, you can actually have an influence in making change by being a part of that particular mountain. And you don't have to be at the top of it. You don't have to be the president of the country. But you can be a participator in change and influence. So let's use the example of the government mountain. You have influence in this mountain as a citizen. Let's just say if you're in America of the United States. You have the ability to vote in government leaders from the president of the United States all the way down to your local council and leaders. You can vote to pass or defeat laws. You have the ability to run for office or work in a government agency. The point being is you, your destiny may not be working in a government arena, but you still have influence in molding our culture culture by the destiny built inside of you, by what you love, by what you're passionate about, social justice, justice, business development, like my friend in Zambia, you can be a changer by the destiny, the passion that burns in you in situations, in mountains that you have influence in. You know, like I said, my friend in Zambia, he was able to influence the business and family mountain by what he loved and what was destined inside of him. He's a builder of businesses and he's a builder of people. So here are the seven mountains again, and just think about them as I say, and just kind of check off. Do I have influence in this mountain? Do I have a passion and a destiny to move in this mountain? First one's government, then education, religion, arts, entertainment, media, family, and business. Which mountains are your main mountains of influence because of your destiny? Which mountain do you shape culture in because of what burns inside of you? I work in several mountains. I have the business mountain because of my co uh, consulting and coaching business. Uh, the religion mountain, my husband and I pastor a church in Florida. The education mountain, I've planted two schools for adults to finish the degrees and get affordable education. Uh, we meet once a week and it's a two-year program and it is incredible. It's, it's accredited and they can get their degrees, finish up their degrees. But I also have some influence in the government mountain. And now I don't work in the government mountain. So part of my influence is just being a citizen, voting, doing the things I should do. But I have influence because my passion and my destiny is to connect people with their best. And I'm called on to consult, evaluate, train, and coach others. And I do it everywhere I go, whether it's one person or a thousand people, it doesn't matter. But what's happened is there's been doors opened in the government mountain for me to speak into, to influence other people. Just like there's doors open in the in mountains for you to influence and be a, a shaper of culture. So everywhere I go, I love pouring into people's life, helping them to connect to their best. And what I've discovered is I have a niche and my niche is toward leaders. 
In fact, last week's podcast, the last two weeks podcast was on relational leadership and strengthening your leadership muscles. So this love of mine of connecting people has opened those doors of influence to speak into the lives of leaders. So think about it in these terms. What is the one thing you consistently think about and operates in your everyday? Think about your job. Think about your extracurricular activity. Think about your family. Think about the things you volunteer for or the, the things you spend time researching. Is that the one thing that you're passionate about? What do you think about in, for your future and the dreams for your future? You know, I have a couple of disciplines in helping you find your destiny. And part of finding your destiny, of course, is finding your identity. And it goes, it unfolds in your everyday life. As you go and as you're disciplined in your search, things unfold before you that you would have never recognized. One of the first of the four disciplines is do everything with excellence whether you like doing it or not. I know that sounds funny because sometimes when we don't like doing something, we don't give it our all. But the way to discover your destiny is to give your all to everything. When you do it, you do it at 100%, whether it's carrying out the garbage, unloading the dishwasher, or going to work every day. You know, you may not be in your dream job, but when you are at work, be excellent in it. A friend of mine is leaving her position to step into a full-time ability to work in her destiny. And she's worked hard to get to this place. I believe she's been with her company 20 years. But what she decided was she is going to be excellent at her job until the day she leaves. Till the till she clocks out or she leaves at five o'clock, the last day, she's going to be excellent. And when she leaves, she's going to leave such a mark of excellence, they're going to want her to stay. And it's interesting because since she's made that decision, she's already been offered several promotions because she's decided she's just going to be excellent regardless of the time frame that she has left. And many times when we're leaving a position, the closer we get to the end of our, our last day, the less motivated we are to do well. But you will find that when you are disciplined and being excellent in everything you do, then everyone around you notices. And when we are excellent in our jobs, when we are excellent in our homes, it makes our family stronger. It makes our marriages stronger. It makes our children more confident because when our family is our first priority, then there is a peace in our family because we've devoted ourselves to the excellence of our family. And when we come home from a hard day's work, and it might have, you might have lost a customer or had a long commute or the traffic was terrible. But when you walk in that house because you've made your home and your family the first priority, you, you're, it's like going through a car wash when you go through the front door. Everything washes off. 
and you find peace when you come home. I know that that was a big thing for our family was we wanted to make our house a safe house. So no matter what happened throughout the day, no matter what the kids went through, what we went through at work, when we got home, it was just peaceful and it was safe. And we never had to worry about, you know, the outside interference because we had each other. So making your family a priority and being excellent in your role in the family is part of the first uh, discipline for your destiny is being excellent. The second discipline is find ways to practice what you love. Now, I'm an avid tennis player and fan, and I heard one of the players in the U.S. Open this year say, I play every match as if it's the final. So whatever you love, practice it, and practice it like you're the best at what you do, and you'll learn by the things that you aren't the best at. You'll learn as you practice, and you'll grow. For me, I love writing. I love speaking, and I practice it a lot, whether it's a 10-minute call, a two-hour session, I give it my best. And I've had some opportunities to speak on the radio, but lately I've had an opportunity to speak on a radio show in Liberia. And it's so incredible to have, to be able to spend an hour talking to another nation and pouring out you know, what your passion is and, and how to encourage them and just whatever that message is you have for them or that training or that teaching. And it's fulfilling my destiny, what I love to do. The other thing I do is I love working with people who are ready to move forward in, in going after their destiny. And I've had the opportunity to do leadership training over <laughs> Facebook messenger video in Pakistan. So practice what you do, make yourself available and not everything you do is going to bring income to you, but the more excellent you become at what you do will open more avenues of income for you. Uh, like I went to Zambia, like launching the school, you know, when you practice what you do, there'll be so many more opportunities for open doors as you are identifying your destiny and practicing it. The other thing is, is keep moving forward. Don't let impatience paralyze you. This is one thing that I've run into quite a bit in working with people because the end goal, this is their dream and this is what they want, isn't here yet. They get paralyzed. Part of it is because they don't know what the next step is, which of course, I'm glad to help you with that, coach you through that. But part of it is, is they get impatient because they want everything now and they forget that there's a process and a journey to get there. And when you get there, there's probably even more you want to learn and grow and all those different things. So I don't feel like we ever really arrive. I feel like we get to a place where there's a satisfaction in what we're doing. We feel like we're really in the place we need to be. We're living out of our dreams. We're living out of our passion, but it doesn't mean there's not more. So don't let your impatience paralyze you. Don't let your impatience keep you from taking the next step and keep moving forward by trying new things, you know, test out speaking in public. And maybe if you're nervous speaking in public, then try a Toastmasters or uh, 
have a couple of friends that are willing to listen to you practice for a little five minute or 10 minute speech. You know, just find opportunities, go to a book club over at the library and, you know, do some sharing about that. Whatever it is that you want to grow in, then keep moving forward in it. Practice, practice, practice. Great musicians aren't great musicians by not practicing. They're great musicians because they, they invest in what they're passionate about and take risk. And I know that may be harder to do, but take risk because when you take risk, it will not only push you beyond your comfort zone, but it will just energize you because you're seeing that nothing's impossible. One more step. Let, let's try this different thing. Let's, let's try this different thing. I know I shared something up. I think it was a few episodes ago about Billy Joel and you know how he got to where he was. And he was saying in club after club, night after night, a handful of people, you know, and he just kept taking risks, trying this, trying that. And that's the way most successful people are. In fact, all of them are because they aren't satisfied by just being here. They want to move forward and they move forward by trying new things, by taking risk, by just jumping in and saying, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It'll be okay. I'll recover. And it's that risk factor that really gives you the breakthrough. Because even if the risk doesn't pay off the way you thought it would, then you're able to see, this is what I tried. Next time, I might make this adjustment. Next time, I might try something different. You know, I, I, when I first started speaking, um, the person who was training me said, just memorize your notes. Memorize everything you're going to say. And I was like, oh, okay. They were a great speaker. I was like, I, I thought that's a great idea. Well, what I realized is, yes, they were a great speaker and that worked for them but they were very different than I was. And I tried several times memorizing my notes, but I would be so focused on what I had memorized, I literally would forget what I was saying. So I found that for me in speaking, the way I speak is I learn the material, I get it on the inside of me, so that when I speak about it, it's very natural. Unless I'm quoting some kind of statistical that I need to know the numbers, then I'll have the information on my iPad. But for the most part, what I speak on, what I write on is so a part of who I am that it makes my speaking easy. I've, I don't look at my notes very often. I just don't need them because it's already in me. And I have practiced enough where I've kind of got a flow going. And that's, it just comes from practice. It comes from diet, trying different things. The other thing I tried is so funny is, uh, I tried not using any notes at all. And it wasn't that I memorized it. I was just trying to, um, I think maybe wing it isn't the right thing, but what I found is the better I was prepared, the more easy and, and uh, impactful what I had to say was whether it was for 10 minutes or whether it was for an hour. 
So just keep that in mind. Take risks, try things. And if people give you suggestions, you can try it and see if it works for you. But you may just modify uh, how they did it to make it work for you better. The fourth thing in, in Uh, the fourth discipline in finding your destiny is celebrate as you go. You know, we move so quickly in this world that we forget to stop and smell the roses as the saying goes. I don't know if you've ever heard that. My mom used to say that all the time and we forget to celebrate with each victory and celebrate our days. We, we, we need to have that sense of accomplishment when we get home from the day of work or we get home from whatever it is we had to do, whether it's playing tennis or going for a run or meeting with the community leaders, whatever it is, we come home with a sense of accomplishment because we have accomplished the day and we, we need to celebrate that. We used to have at our dinner table every night with the kids is we talk about our day. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. We talk about, um, you know, just every nuance of it. So we could celebrate what went well. We could think about what didn't go well. We could console each other if we had a hard day, but there was a, a release of acknowledging that we had a, we had a day and we got a lot accomplished in the day and it may not have gone exactly the way we wanted, but there is a celebration to do in it. There is a celebration to go out and just living. So we've got to learn to celebrate as we go. And not only does it fill us with a sense of gratitude, of accomplishment, but it also fills us with a sense of gratitude that we get to do what we love to do, that we wake up in the morning and we have a purpose, that we are all wired differently, that we all have different gifts and personalities and talents and, and, and just passions and loves and different ways that we share, but we're going to celebrate the uniqueness of us all. We're going to celebrate our day. We're going to celebrate as we go. You know, each one of us wants a life that we enjoy. I want a life that I enjoy. I want to be satisfied and fulfilled by the choices that I make and the things that I love to do. I want to live with hope and expectation. Do you? I think everybody does. And the way we can do that is just by discovering what we love and then finding opportunities to live out that passion. I know it sounds so easy and sometimes developing you know, the process of it all can be challenging. You're not really sure where to start, but you know, you can start by taking the quiz on my website, unleashing the champion within you. Uh, and then just begin to think, okay, what is it I love? Go through the process of just, as you go, think about the things you love and write them down. What are you passionate about? Is it learning to play the guitar? Is it writing poetry? Is it getting involved in social justice? Is it, helping in the sex trade trafficking or feeding the homeless? Is it serving at the library, volunteering, helping people find books that would really develop them? I mean, what is it you love? What is it that you, you just wake up in the morning and think, if I could do anything today, if I could do anything for the rest of my life, this is what I would love to do. What are those things that you love? 
What are those things that are just built inside of you that you are destined to be a part of? What are those things? That's your assignment is to really go after those things. Really think about and search your heart. And even, you know, another great exercise is to make a list of all the things that you've done in your past and think about what are the ones that really fulfilled me, that I really felt like I was, you know, in my stride that I was good at, that I love doing, what were some of those things? And it may not have been the actual job, but it may have been what you were able to give at that job. What were you were able, what talents and gifts and ideas you were able to use at that job. That may be the, the, the trueness of it, the, the love of it. So go back, think about when was I my, I my happiest doing something and, and what would it take to develop those things within me that I love and that I'm passionate about? What would be my step to become excellent in it? And you can start by even going back to the disciplines and saying, am I being excellent at everything I do at my job, in my home, in my neighborhood, with my friends? Is there a sense of excellence to me? Am I practicing the things I love? Am I trying things out to give me uh, an expanded understanding of what those are? Have I gotten stuck, kind of impatient and paralyzed because I don't know which way to go or I don't know the direction I should move in? Do I need to move forward and take some risk and try some new things? And am I celebrating as I go? Am I really stopping and evaluating my day and saying, you know, I'm grateful for my day. I've accomplished these things. I might even do a few things different because this day was very difficult. You know, am I just really uh, embracing who I am, what's going on in my life and celebrating what I'm doing? Remember that we are all so uniquely wired with different gifts and personalities and talents. And it's time for you to see your best come alive, that you can move into the things that you're passionate about, discover those things, take that next step. So let me help you connect you with your very best. Sign up for my updates and fill out a contact form if you need a little bit more direction in that on my website, cindy-stewart.com. And remember, you are the best investment you can make. So invest in yourself. Know that you're worth the investment of taking the time to discover your destiny, to, to determine who you are and what you love and what you want to be. You are worth that investment. And until next time, have an incredible day. Thank you for listening today. Did you enjoy this podcast? Before you leave, take a minute and rate it on iTunes. And subscribe to Unleashing the Champion Within so you won't miss an episode. You can also visit our webpage, cindy-stewart.com, and get your free ebook, Relational Leadership. You can contact me on my website or on my Twitter account, at cindystewart1, on Instagram, cindystewartauthor, and Facebook, cindystewartauthor. 
Until next time, remember, live your life as a champion, making every day count. Thank you.